Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We've already gotten going. Well, we've done half. Uh, the show's already. We should have just recorded that. You'd be on your way. Jay Okerson's here, everybody. Big Jay Okerson's at Stand Up Live. Everything we talked about off the air, it was great. Except thanks for having me. You've been awesome. We covered it. We covered it all. This was a fantastic visit. Uh, He's over at Stand Up Live tonight and tomorrow. Uh, StandUpLive.com. You get tickets for that. BigJComedy.com. You can check out everything he's doing. And welcome back once again. Philly's in town, so we drug you out here. Philadelphia guy got to be here for that, right? Yeah, I was uh, so excited to watch. My flight yesterday was exactly the time of the game. Oh, jeez. And that was, uh, it was as long and boring as the flight itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, rough for them. It all came down to, yeah, the end yeah, of the ninth inning. The one play, and it was crazy. But Philly fans are nuts. And there's probably 40% Philly fans just going tubes inside of Mighty room. Seal all yeah, over the just, place. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> they love that guy. Yeah, Cheese Whiz and Mighty Seal. That seems to be what you guys are known for. And not history, not America, just no. Mighty Seal. So, First uh, capital of the country, that's stupid. old stuff. But see, now I think Philadelphia's got such a reputation that even back in the 1700s, they're like, we got to move. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're allowed to knock. People are horrible. Let's get out of here. We can't run a country from this place. They're constantly throwing <laughs> batteries at us. What yeah. are batteries? Um, yeah, boo, yeah. Uh, so every time it seems like do you still have your connection with Corey feldman uh he's far more aware of us now and and does not enjoy us at all so oddly enough Uh, through your deal i didn't know about this when i started my thing with Corey feldman a few mm -hmm. years ago and the people like you got to listen to bonfire these guys do the same had in common i went and then so dan before he didn't do the bonfire i was in here and, he's, and it was the day after I'd gone to a Corey Feldman show here, and it was my introduction to the live show. I'd never seen anything like this. And so I he was three hundred dollars for a ticket. I bought the box set. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I held it up during the show because there are not a lot of people there. Sure. And he goes, "Hey, somebody got the box set!" Like it shocked him. Like it was. Am- and the lady when I bought it, I said, "I want the box set." And she goes, "You know that's two hundred seventy-five dollars, right?" And I said, let's go. Ladies, the price is not <laughs> You're not supposed to talk me out of this. You work for Feld. So, um, but he was here last week. Really? And every time it seems like he's here, somebody from the bonfire is here. And you That's guys all do possible. it. We're trying to get him for the Christmas show. Because after talking about him and his delusions and his craziness, they emailed back and said, we'd like to autograph that box set. We're so sorry. And, and we're we sorry that this, uh, you left. Yeah, we're sorry you left before I could sign that. And I'm like, well, you can make it up by doing our christmas show so i want to have and they're but then they said we listened to your show for six hours we're not sure of your angle are you fans of course i'm like did you hear me take delusional like a hundred times and like i'm there for the mic smashes and the start overs and isn't it fascinating that show how many have you been to so fascinating well we only went once okay um because we're technically not allowed to go (laughs) (laughs) which breaks my heart a lot of times and i will say because we have definitely like put like we and we, we tell everybody to go. We I put yeah. thousands of people in those Same. shows. Yep. And I uh always I'm very big on going. He's a performer. Yeah. 
I say, do not heckle. Like, don't ever go there Absolutely. and heckle. Do not interrupt that show. Don't. I go, go. Do what you're there to do. Enjoy, Enjoy the spectacle. And you will. You don't and have you to will. I took three hours. All these guys, uh, they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, no, no. Trust me. It's, it's not a hate watch. This is something you've never witnessed before. There's one guy in the room who's not in on it. And it's Corey, Corey Feldman. <laughs> his, <laughs> band, his band is unhappy with him. <laughs> they leave like crazy now. There's new ones every week. I know. Yeah. He also now has he a band. He has a band he yells work. at. Yeah. When he had the Angels, he kind of like just did his show and didn't yeah. really say nothing. Now he's got these guys with him. Yeah. And he's cursing them out constantly, yeah. yelling at them, and starting songs over, like you said. Oh, the, every time. The first song has to be started over. And then he tried to do this dance move, and the drummer was off time. And like, he just does this, and he puts his arm back up, like, do it again. And he went drummer. over to him, and he does, he, he does yeah, eyes eyeballs. with him. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, and now, by, by the way, most of the band's going like, I just had to learn this whole catalog two days ago. You're right. Like, yeah. Everyone keeps leaving your right. tour. Oh, it's so amazing. I wonder how often that ha- I mean. He says it's three days. The uh, the one drummer just started. He's yeah. like, I just got. He learned, and you can tell he just learned it. And the bass player is the guy who keeps staying, but I have, he's probably got an oxy yeah. addiction or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's my guess. He just needs that junk. So in the middle of his storytelling on stage, because I now know his patter, uh, he started to tell a story about the bass player and how they met, which was on the scene of a movie called uh, Camp Something, a uh, summer camp. Okay, and he goes, but but the story he tells is, well, the summer camp. It, uh, they changed it and made it part of a franchise, and so you know it as Meatballs 4. So I heard that first. So last time he starts, and he goes, my bass player, I met him, and I went, Meatballs 4. Okay, you've heard the story. Go. And he didn't even like try to finish. He's like, somebody interrupted, went to the end, and so he just good. moved forward. And it's so weird because it's parallel lives. I'd never heard you guys talk about that. Yeah. And then I'm doing it, and Dan came in. He goes, oh, no, no. And I wore my Feldman shirt, and it was this, like, you've been. Had no idea. It's like, uh, it's like war. We yeah. have something in common for some it. reason. It attacks us, and we want to let everybody else know. When we were at the concert, I was there with Dan. We brought a great, a real Motley crew to that concert. It was me, Dan, uh, my girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time, the rest of our crew from the bonfire, yeah. and then Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers, yeah. oh, who no. was invited back to meet him after the show. <laughs> really? And we just waited. We were like, we're like, yeah, dude, go. Go meet him. <laughs> And uh, Dave Attell. Oh, no. Who oh. just bought all the merch also, which was pretty funny. He just goes and buys the merch. Um, but when, at awesome. one point, I remember it was about a, maybe three or four songs into the show. Uh, Corey Feldman goes, you know, this is where he still the Angels, too. Right. He goes, you know, guys, we're doing about a two and a half hour, two hour, two and a half hour show every night on this oh. tour. But today's my birthday, you know. So, I mean, I want to be able to party, so... How would you feel about tonight if we played three hours for you guys and the crowd did not cheer? <laughs> I look over at Dan Soder and Dan went, no way, dude. And I went, I went every minute of it. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're staying for every yep. minute of it. Yep. We will not leave. Yeah. And it is, I don't know how to describe what I feel about him performing because I love it. Yeah. But it's not for the reasons he wants me to. But, but at the I same time, him. what difference does it make? Because I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying myself, myself yeah. so much. go back. He asked me, because we had him on, he asked me, I said, I've seen you perform. And again, delusional. Yeah. And he goes, well, what did you think? And I'm like, I was entertained. Yeah. And that's the best phrase I can use. So I now know, in an odd way, what those girls in the... Ed- uh, Sullivan Theater felt when the Beatles came on. <laughs> this is a weird thing because you saw it. They were standing with me. We were up in this little balcony and it had a couch in it. And I didn't know about encores for him. 
I didn't think that was a possibility. So the crowd dwindled from about 500 to about 80. He didn't yeah. either, though. <laughs> so they're... Uh, the I've never the seen crowd, a show do that. They're chanting before. one more song, one more song, and I'm like, oh, they're crazy. He's not coming. He doesn't have anything prepared for an encore. He's never had to deal with it. Sure enough, the glitter walks by in the back. Brand new coat. And he walks out on stage, and I got on the couch and started jumping up and down going, he's doing it. He's doing it. I fe- it was inside me. It was visceral. It was not like a performance. It took over my body where I wanted to scream and cry. We chanted a, uh, he left, and we saw the set list. Yeah. And what's up with the youth yeah. was not on the set list. <laughs> so on one of his encores, when he was back, I started a, the what's chant. up with the youth? The, yeah. What's up with the youth? Yeah. And the whole the crowd starts doing it, and he comes out, he goes, well, I guess I know what song you guys want to hear. And then he did it impromptu, poorly, but he did it impromptu. And it, I mean, like, it was, we're like, we, awesome. we're like, we affected the set list. Yeah. Yeah. I want this to be the first time Delusion wins. Yeah, me too. Like, I want him at, like, SoFi Stadium, like, the weekend, just playing to a crowd of 80,000 people who are in on it. And well, he's like, I made it. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Well, now with the band, the, the guy band he has, yeah. we're now seeing, though, that, that his thing of, like, he, it can't be him that's messing up. No, never. And he just yells at professional musicians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's not how crazy. crazy. <laughs> musicians, let's just say. Musicians. They're being paid, but sort of like the way, you know, Olympians in the 70s. You know, now Is there any way now we... he slid in a, uh, a, you know, the wife left him. Yeah, she's gone. She's a citizen now, so she left. <laughs> he told us. <laughs> he told that the story on stage. Well, I screamed out, it's because your wife left you. All right, she's the new girl. She's hey, the two, new girl. Three. And I, yeah. I can't see her up close in the videos they have online, yeah. but it looks like she's gorgeous, yep. young. Laura Dern. And ba- yeah. yeah. Yeah, she looks like Laura Dern. And then she, like... You know, kind of gets through the Goonies are good enough. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, yeah, no, it ain't great. Isn't it weird, though? This should not be something I have uh, such an affinity to talk to you about. I, I love guess. that you have this yeah, thing. because it's so I'm, weird. And I said the bummer is uh, he is now taken to, like, uh, he was supposed to do a podcast in Alabama that I did. Oh, God. And these guys are great. <clears throat> and they, they called me to show me, like, the texts or the messages yeah. back and forth they had because... He, they looked up the people they've had on the podcast, oh. and I was on there, and I'm the. And I didn't even believe that he knew who I was that right. much, but like the, the manager guy sent a thing saying like, Jay has made a career out of uh, taunting and taking down Corey, which. You know, he made a career check doing other stuff. Career. Yeah. career. Come on. You call this a career? Made a couple of hours of radio. Career. Well, maybe because it's all I'm talking to you but about. They go, but, they go, but they go, and it's going to be a, this This smells like a setup to me. And I'm like, oh, a setup? And again, that's my other favorite thing about him. If you dig in past the music, yeah. is his grandiose visions of like, how much the world's coming at him. You know, when the... He's an underdog. He's the when comeback the do- king. When the documentary was going to co- was coming out, and, you know, he kept, like, putting out a... It's like all this, like, you know, he's trying to tell you that, like, the uh, when it didn't come out, what happened was he didn't get enough bandwidth right. to release it. That's all that happened. Very simple. Is that true? He didn't, yeah, he didn't get enough bandwidth for enough people, because he, he's right. saying, like, hey, everyone, finally I'm going to tell you right. who these Hollywood rapists are. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So then they overflooded his server for the thing so it didn't come out. Right. Instead of just going, oh, no, we have a technical issue. We didn't prepare it. He, he comes out and he goes, 
the powers that be are taking down our network. He just makes this crazy thing that's like, buddy, Conspiracy. he just didn't prepare for right. that much traffic. At one. That's all it is. Like, Just <laughs> right. say, like, okay, wow, we have a major tech issue. <laughs> And we're going to make this right. Right. He's like, they're trying to take us. They just bombed the place that has our Internet or something. (laughs) He's too afraid. Then they'll they'll take him out. Shocked by the interest in his rape story. He's so not credible. Yeah. So great. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever watched the documentary. Did you see the documentary? I have not. Which were the choreography, the book. I have it. I haven't read it yet. It's a book on tape that, by the way. Really? Chop it up for drops. Have a ball. There's nothing <laughs> this guy doesn't say in there. We have such great drops in the bonfires. Like, no kidding. And that's when Corey Haim allowed himself to be sodomized. <laughs> I said his whole career is going like, he goes, me and Corey Haim were raped in Hollywood. And he goes, okay. He and goes, he's, well, and he's then, reading but, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. in his book. Vo- yes. Oh, glory. Oh, one of my favorite drops we have is, because he wants to put a little character into it. Yeah. He goes, I remember when I was six years old and my mom came downstairs and she goes are you ready to go film your first commercial today <laughs> and i said commercial <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst but the best but i said everything's about like you know it's like me and Corey haim got raped and you go what happened to you and he goes well Corey haim uh had sex with my chaperone guy like okay what happened to you it's like then Corey Haim got double teamed <laughs> on the set of Lucas. Like, okay. But then you, yeah. something happened to you. It's like, yeah, I went out for a walk because Corey Haim was getting boo fooed by blah, blah, blah. And they the just. The only keep, time he couldn't cuck. Yeah. Just, I yeah. mean, they just keep going and it's never. And then oh, when it came man. to him, Ugh. you could also watch the movie that he made about them, not the documentary. See, I'm not this deep yet. Oh, I'm just, have. I'm into the music right now. I'm not. I'm the not two, Tale of Two Corys is a movie from Lifetime that he produced. I gotta watch this. And one of my favorite moments of that was there's this, first of all, the story doesn't add up at all. That he uh, he makes it seem like he had a rough time because he went to school. He's in the Lost Boys, yes. which is one of the coolest movies ever, awesome. especially when you were young. Yep. And they show him at school. He goes, "This was my life," <laughs> and he's like, "I went to school." And then the kids are like. Hey, look, it's Vampire Boy. Like, is that what would happen? There was a kid yeah. in my school who did a Fruit Loops commercial. He might as well have walked on water. I mean, everyone was like, this guy was in a commercial, a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have a rough go. It was not a rough go. Then he, goes, the lost and then he goes to the bathroom, and these three kids come in to fight him. And me and Dan Soder watched this at our homes at the same time. Yeah. We were watching it. And his roommate at the time yeah. and my girlfriend both confirmed that when these guys surround him in a bathroom, yeah, I, we both paused and I went, <laughs> he is going to win this. But the fight is... The- he's going to win this. He's too yeah. crazy to make himself even look like right. a victim. A victim. And that, right. He's going to make it like... And sure enough, a guy punched him in the stomach. Then he ends up punching one guy in the sack and then uh, hitting another guy in the face. And the third guy's like, whoa, I don't want any of this Enough trouble. Of this. <laughs> it's like it was worse than I thought. Even <laughs> it's amazing. He's so great. With this uh, being part of you, mm-hmm. have you seen the movie Tiptoes by chance? No. Okay. This this is another odd fascination that I know you'll love. Okay. Tiptoes is a movie that's supposed to empower little people. It stars Gary Oldman, Star Packed, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Kate Beckinsale, um, Peter Dinklage, and a cast of like little people. Bridget, the, uh, David Allen Greer's in it. 
So I think they, this is my theory. Bridget Midget? <clears throat> she's in it. She makes an appearance? She, is, yeah. she gets railed by David Allen Greer in it. Oh. She's the, it's a love story. Gary Oldman is the lead little person. You've got a hundred little people, but they put Gary Oldman on his knees <laughs> and a backpack under his shirt, that, and he has to, and he pulled his arms way back, and he waddles around, and they, and you know, it's a tour de force performance from Gary Oldman. Of course. Tiptoes is the most offensive thing. So I had Brad Williams in here, and he wants to come back in February and do like a mystery science theater show of just oh. this because I'm fascinated by it it is unbelievable and certain points of it you're like why is this happening like this can't be real yeah and it's it's another jaw drop like you'll watch it in the same way you watch Corey feldman like this is the worst great thing i've ever seen in yeah. my life tiptoes tiptoes i will watch tiptoes that. you must watch how about the he and mcconaughey one dinklage point, and mcconaughey oh, dinklage has three accents in it he's he's austrian he's german and he's french we don't know which one's coming whenever it shows I just up. he's not good at accents. He gets a, no and then at one point the highlight of the movie because uh matthew mcconaughey is ashamed of the fact that he is uh his parents were little people mm-hmm. so at the middle and kate beckinsale is about to blow him and he shouts out i'm a midget and then he just storms out of the room <laughs> and I'm like, what am I watching? And I never want this to meant end. to be dramatic. Uh, oh, it's oh, yeah, so they're dramatic. going after, and it's meant to be like empowering awards. You've got to watch this movie. Is it it's, new? No, 2001. Here's the trailer. Wait a second. Oh, and I don't know what the they're trying to do. I love you. There's one small problem. There's Gary Oldman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. We're twins. Are your parents? They're twins. I forgot about that. Yeah. It can tear them apart. I think you're going to let me know that everyone in your family... And that hat Kate Beckinsale wears is her lucky hat. She can't take... Not in the movie, in real life. She wouldn't do the movie unless they let her wear it. didn't want it on. Welcome, I'm Steve. Oh, well, good. Something's got to be wrong with her. This is Steven's father. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Bruno. So they you know, Kate Beckinsdale uh, hooking up with her is like a rite of passage for young, attractive comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Reif was the first one to tell everybody I've done it, and, and it's horrifying. Uh, he said it wasn't good. He said she was uh, out of her mind. Re- oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make a lot of Pete sense. Pete Davidson got in there. Yeah. I think one or two others. You God missed, bless. missed that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any celebrity He's kills? Out of my weight class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any celebrity kills or anything that you've been like, wow, this was a surprising evening? No. Uh, None you're willing to talk and, about? No. Me and my girlfriend hooked up with a, uh, like, during the pandemic, one of my podcasts I do is called The SDR Show. We interview a lot of porn stars. Yeah. And so we played a game. It was, everything was on Zoom during pandemic. So yeah. in this game we were playing, one porn star came to my house. And the other went to my co-host Ralph's house. And it was just like a game. And it was like the consequence was like, I think the girl ended up having to like put something up my butt like when I lost. <laughs> but after the podcast, like and it, we were just so cooped up yeah. and yeah. not doing anything really. And so like this girl was sort of like, seemed like she was down the hookup. Right. This porn star. But she was a big girl. How big? Big. <laughs> but like right. I shouldn't describe it like that I she's a thick I can if you bring her up but like I don't want to give her name we'll write but, it down but it's oh yeah we won't say Here's a, we got it yeah we got to find out who the uh, plus size I think they call that plus size now I think yeah. that's the word we're looking for like double plus maybe like three or four pluses Tracy Tons <laughs> but oh, she no. shows up and she's like in she's definitely she's I mean 
you know, f- in that flighty porn star way of yeah. like, sure. I <laughs> but guess. did you make the offer? I think I make. Well, I'm good at doing like uh, my poor girlfriend. She gets the brunt. <laughs> I lay it all on her. <laughs> right. the, the rejection or the acceptance. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you can leave. I guess like if you don't want to hook up, that's totally cool. I mean, it's right. just like it'll break Christine's heart probably. <laughs> but like, that's fine if you don't care how she feels. Like, it's fine. You know, make jokes like that. Yeah. And, like, uh, you kind of feel you, that. You guilt her into it. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, through mental manipulation. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and we were, the, I tell the story only because. Uh, that her? Yeah. I mean, no. the, the second one is. It is? Yeah. She doesn't look big at all. Nope. She doesn't in that picture. <laughs> Type in the word porn after it. It all gets blurred out. I tried that first. <laughs> oh, yeah, because our. Our work. Uh, click on it anyway and see if it. Oh, it's the safe search. See if it'll let us go in. Nothing. Damn it. Oh she, yeah. She still doesn't. Yeah. Look, she looks thicker. She, yeah. yeah. What are we talking? These, these are phenomenal pounded. pictures. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Gotcha. These are phenomenal. There you oh, go. There okay. You go. Well, there all right. Go. Okay. No, no, I can't do that. I'd rather have sex with you. There you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do they make yeah, that other picture work? Photos do that. I don't know. That's a computer trick. I didn't think we had technology for. Um. All right. Yuck. So hey, so. there you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that is you. Oh, good abs day for You've me. Got really nice abs. So if I tell this because it's funny. Like, you know, my girl's been like, especially when she drank. She doesn't drink anymore. But when she drank, she was really good at like, hook, like getting girls to come yeah. back with us that were like, I was like, no way, and then even worried that I was like, they're not going to be happy when it's like me. <laughs> right. She's like, what are you talking about? And she was like. Kind of like make me feel better about that, but this girl, I was kind of like the good of it was like, well, I'm not intimidated here. Like this is like I feel like <laughs> this is something I could do. I feel like we're sort of like doing the favor a little bit. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to see how I can describe this well. So when <laughs> the girls that we normally would bring home, like yeah. would not be not that we haven't hooked up with like bigger girls before, right. but this was the biggest, substantially large. Yeah, and just us trying not to laugh. It was very short. <laughs> but us trying to laugh. What happened was. My girlfriend, like, when she's getting on top of another woman, yeah, I guess, like... When the girlfriend gets it, or when she... Well, my she... girlfriend will, like, get on top of, right. like, you know... She's got a climber. Yeah, like, get on top of a... Uh, to, like, make out summit. or whatever. That's whatever. to summit yeah. the person. Yeah, yeah whatever they're going to do. What just made us both laugh was she just came... When she got on top of her, she brought her body down with the force of there was going to be more <laughs> space before you... Took. So, just the... This like the slap the of like the slap. just like the yeah. again when they're just like they're just <laughs> the skin on when, like, skin yeah when their stomachs just like hit like but way higher than my girlfriend was expecting. She's coming a little hot, coming like, in hot, for sure. on, got hot. some early fat. Yeah, all the all the ones that we've ever had a chance with are like there's just a thing where it's yeah. like off. Yeah, there's what another, are you doing? Another, what are you doing? A smackdown with a fat yeah. apron. Well, she's doing the turnbuckle flop onto her. What are you doing? A, a biting lips trying not to laugh at oh, right. <laughs> As was she. Uh, yeah, no, we got through that one. But it does, i tell you what does still work, though. Oh, my God. With that is I can, in a pinch, if it's not going the way I'd like it to go with, yeah. a, with a sesh watching some <laughs> pornography. Right. I can go watch her get a G-bead, yeah. this girl, yeah. and be like, 
we did hook up with her. She's like pornography. You like a little personal tie to your porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also funny when you know the ones from different ways. I would have done that differently. Yeah. It's like Spielberg directing. Well, what's funny is when you the people, the porn stars that I just know or have become like, you know, friendly with or friends with, now it's kind of makes that weird almost. Like a, like Lisa Ann, I know. Like pretty well, yeah. and then you'll see it's like Lisa Ann, fifteen BBC. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't watch that. Like, Lisa, we've gone to a war on drugs concert together. You asked me how my daughter was. You asked me my daughter was the other day. Yeah, you can't ever know in your daughter <laughs> oh, and have the the, <laughs> the so, there's Baker's so dozen of BBC. There's a a porn star who does former porn star does been doing comedy in New York for probably a decade now. And, like, my daughter's 21 now, but, I mean, all through her teenage years, she would say things. She's like, you know, it's like, you should have her call me. Like, if she's having any questions, she doesn't want to know. I talk to you guys about, like, sex or anything. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll throw her to you. Right. <laughs> I'll throw to you, stepmom teaches daughter how to give proper rim job. Get jammed in a dryer. Yeah. My daughter's stuck in the dryer again. What have you been teaching this girl? First, got to know about appliances. <laughs> I keep trying to stuff my wife in the dryer. Like, get in there. Get in the I dryer. can get out every time. Like, damn it. I don't know how this works. Stuck porn. Stuck porn is a thing. And at first, I was like, silly. Next. Now, I'm like, totally into stuck porn. How? What can they get stuck under next? It's Tables. Good. Yeah. It's great. I know. That's the only, the ridiculous concepts are the only funny porn. The ones only great all. ones. It's like, we're loan sharks, and your son <laughs> owes us money. Like, how about if I have super erotic sex with the both of you? <laughs> Maybe that'll work off some of his debt. <laughs> you talked to my boss about And then when the mom that. has to look at him, she goes, look what you're making me do, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah, I don't like when they start mentioning other family members. That, that gets me. Like, and it, it's like, the most popular. It's the one who's like, oh, you're so much bigger than your dad. I'm like, no, 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 no. We can't have any of the... I can't start doing a family tree yeah. and tug at the same time. It's just not a thing I'm capable of. Yeah, plus I never want to think your son's wiener's bigger than yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. I got an email. This is a, quite a, a, an accomplishment for you as your career. It says, Big J is a cool dude. We smoked a J after his show last time he was here at Stand Up Live. Didn't remember oh, any yeah. comedy. Didn't remember, just remember <laughs> that you lit up with him at the end of the night. That's and how you, you connect with people. That's right. That's, that's how you're a social butterfly. That's why. Uh, Big J Okerson's at Stand Up Live this weekend, Friday, Saturday. If you want to go out there, StandUpLive.com is where you go. Check him out on all the social stuff. Uh, Jay, please leave us with words of wisdom. Solve the world's problems. Uh, see Corey Feldman now before <laughs> yeah. it's too late. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, before before something horrible. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Good to see you. Jay thanks Okerson, everybody. Me. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.